I'd like to invite you to open your Bibles this evening to the book of Psalm, Psalm and 103. While you're turning there, I also want to make mention of the fact of the song that was sang on page 17. I want to uh, take time to look at that and ask yourself this question, am I seeking the will of the Father? Am I really willing to ask Him to have His way in my own life? It's a very, very strong statement to make. It's one that comes out of seriousness. Where this song says, Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Now, I want you to, I want you to be a voice in this in your mind. Is that really what you what you actually want? Do you really want God to have His way in your life? We're going to be speaking on the blessings of God here in just a moment. Do you know there is there is a key to getting the blessings of God, and that's when we come to a point where we can sing this song. With the hope that he hears our voice. And that he says. I will bless thee. Thou art the potter. I am the clay. Mold me and make me. After thy will. While I am waiting. Yielded and still. That first verse of this song. Has a lot of weight to it. I mean, it carries with it a great deal of responsibility on the hearer, on the believer. Do we really want God to have His way in our lives? Or is this thing called religion just something that takes up a space in our, in our daily lives? Verse 2 says, Have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. Search me and try me. Search me and try me. David says, Lord, thou hast searched me and hast known me. Are you willing to say, Lord, search me? Help me to realize any any impure thought in my heart as it comes to our service to the Almighty. Folks, we're here tonight to worship. We're here tonight to praise Him. But how often do we come into the doors wondering when we're going to get out? How often is it that we come into the doors wondering about tomorrow when the Lord says I'm here today search me and try me master today whiter than snow Lord wash me just now as in thy presence humbly I bow have thine own way Lord have thine own way wounded and weary help me I pray Power, all power, surely is thine. Touch me and heal me, Savior divine. 
Have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. Hold o'er my being absolute sway. You want to do the Lord's will, do you? I mean, oftentimes when people come to me and they ask about advice on this or that, I want to know, first of all, do you really want the Lord's will in your life? Or is this an exercise of the mind without the exercise of the heart? Hold o'er my being absolute sway. Fill with thy spirit till all shall see Christ only always living in me. The song that the young men just sang on, I believe it's page 11, Love Lifted Me, the second verse says, All my heart to Him I give. Folks, I'm... You know, I've preached a message on reformed worship. Reformed worship is not just an act. It's an actual... It's an actual step in our lives that we must take to realize that God is in this place. I mean, you either believe it or you don't believe it. You either believe that God can see us right now. You either know that His Spirit is in this house. Or you don't. It tells on our worship what really is hid in our hearts. Do we want the best blessings that God has to offer us? All my heart to Him I give, ever to Him I'll cling. In His blessed presence live, ever His praises sing. Love so mighty and so true merits my soul's best songs. That's the reason why I'm so headstrong on our singing. I believe it ought to be from the heart. I believe, I believe that our voices ought to be heard. And I believe the angels that are in this house ought to know that you're singing to the praise of Almighty. There's angels in this house, you know. There's not only angels in this house. The Spirit of God is in this place. Where He says, two or three are gathered in My name. He says, I am in the midst. I don't know about you, but that just put chills all over me. There's times that I stand behind this this old pulpit here. I don't know exactly how old it is. It's old. There's times that I stand here, barely able to stand, had it not been for the Holy Spirit behind me. I'm talking about out of nervousness, out of fear, or whatever it may be. You say, I didn't know preachers got nervous. (laughs) Preachers get nervous, believe you me. Because you see this old book right here? This is an awesome responsibility to bring forth in the right way. And if you don't do it right, I believe it'll tell. That's the reason why that 
tonight as we come together in our worship, I really want us to, to understand why we're in the house of God. It, it'll surely make a difference in our revival meeting long before it ever starts. There may be revival had beginning here tonight. If we really get deep down in our hearts that God is in this place. Yes, love so mighty and so true merits my soul's best songs. Faithful, loving, service to, to Him belongs. Our scripture reading is Psalm 103, verse 17 and 18, where the Bible says, But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. But now I want you to know there is a key here. There's a qualifier to these verses that speaks on God's mercy to each and every one of us and the key that opens up the way of blessings not only to our personal lives but to the lives of our families, to the lives of our church family and then outspreading to the lives of this community. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear Him and His righteousness unto the children's children. And that word fear there is a special word in the Hebrew that simply means to be at all of. To worship. That's the reason why I think our worship service is so important. I don't, I don't want us to begin to just have a service Without worship, I want to have worship that brings about service. You see, that's what that's when there's that's when there's a real change in the heart of the congregate. That's when God gets a hold of His child and says, "This is the way I will bless you." If you see, it's just like I've said many times before: God does not bless unrighteousness, nor does He bless. When sin is present in our lives, unforgiven and un, unsought after a repented sin. A lot of times, you know, we, we all have sin in our lives. But it's the unrepented of sin that brings about a stoppage of the blessings of God. Church, I, you know, the, the greatest thing, I've, I've been your pastor for over 18 years. The greatest thing that I want to see is God's blessing upon this whole body. I want to see nothing less than God touching the families of each and every everybody that makes up this body. I want to see God begin to bless in ways that we can't even begin to explain. Except for miracles. Miracles. Verse 18 says, To such as keep His covenant... And to those that remember His commandments to do them. Romans 12, 1 and 2 again remember where the Bible states there that it's only our, our reasonable service that we should serve Him. Look at what He's done for us. I'll turn there and read it to you uh, uh, before we go any further into our next reading. But in Romans 12 and 1 and 2, the Bible says here, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, 
holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may know what is that perfect and acceptable will of God. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 7, Deuteronomy in chapter 7. Again, you know, I hear people tell me all the time, all I want is the Lord's will. That's what I want. Are we in a place, in a position to accept the Lord's will in our lives and do what He asks us to do? That's the question. Deuteronomy 7 verse 9 and 10, the Bible says here, Know therefore... That the Lord, thy God, He is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love Him and keep His commandments to a thousand generations, and repayeth them that hate Him to their face, to destroy them. He will not be slack to him that hateth Him, He will repay him to His face." I'm going to bring a message tonight, receiving God's best blessings. Our most gracious, divine Heavenly Father, Lord, tonight as we bow in your presence, once again we thank you for the blessed privilege of being able to gather here to open up thy word, the truth of thy word. Bring it forth in a way, Lord, that you could use it for your honor and for your glory. Father, I pray that you would bless and your Holy Spirit will be touching the ears and hearts of thy people. Lord, help us to recognize the blessing, the key to blessings. Help us to understand what causes a loss of blessings as well. Now, Father, I pray for the lost around us. Lord, that you might save their souls this very night. Lord, just bless us. May you empower your word again, I pray, and forgive me my sin. In Jesus Christ's name, and amen. Emmanuel, to our visiting friends, our greatest desire in this life as children of God is to be pleasing unto Him in a way that He can and will bless us. But how do we receive God's best blessings? How do we receive His mercies? You know, oftentimes people ask me these questions. How do you expect to gain the blessings of God in your life? What do you do? You know, oftentimes I am just a man just like any other person who fails from time to time. But I know how to receive the blessings of God. And I know what God's Word says. God's Word tells us to follow the precepts and the commands that He has written out for us that it may be well with our soul, and not just us, but our children. Even unto a thousand generations. That's how you find how God can bless each and every one of us. So how do we receive God's best blessings? First of all, the Bible tells us back in our text of Psalm 103 that we need to fear the living God. Now, there are two different words used here in the word fear. 
One of them is a, an actual fear. And there is an actual fear of the living God. Which writer was it that wrote? Was it John Bunyan wrote about uh, to fall into the hands of an angry God? Okay. John Edwards, he said, he said somebody say, I can't, can't remember his name. But there is, a, there, is that, uh, there is an actual fear of being in the hands of an angry God. That is, that is the, the point of being afraid. It is almost the same Hebrew word as the word respect comes out of fear. But that's what God wants. God doesn't want us to be afraid of Him, but He wants us to respect Him and revere Him. That's what I believe gets the greatest blessings of, man, of God to mankind. As a matter of fact, that word fear here in 103 in verse 17 says, But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear Him. His righteousness unto the children's children. Now, again, that word fear here in the Hebrew is yeri, and it means to, to worship, to be in reverence. You know, when you come into this house of God, whether you realize it or not, you ought to be in reverence to the Almighty that's in this place. It's an awesome thing, and it's not to say that, that we ought to come in here and just sit down and not make a move and not make a sound. That ain't what I'm saying, because I don't believe God's pleased with that either. I believe God's pleased to hear the joy that comes from the voices of His children. We're gathering in the house of God tonight to worship the Almighty, and as we come in and we hear the, the voices of His children, I believe God is well pleased to feel and to hear this house being, being lifted up with the voices of His children. That's the fear that I believe that He wants to have, a, a reverential fear that when we began this service, as we open up the service with song and with prayer and with, with preaching, that our mind and our focus needs to be solely upon Him. It is time to worship our children ought to see the respect that we give the great God of heaven. I believe it will make a difference in their lives in years to come. Amen. It will make a difference in how they treat the house of God as well. So I believe that there is a, 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 there is a certain a piety about a worship. And it ought to be that we revere the God of heaven that's in this place who we have come to worship. Sad to say, so many today have forgotten what we come to the church of the house for. And it is a sad, it is a sad state when, 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 you know, when you actually forget what singing's all about. When you actually forget about what the preaching is all about. When you actually forget that when the prayers are being offered up, these men are talking to the God of heaven. Think of it is we don't have to go through a through a mediator such as some churches do. We have a high priest who goes before, who utters the utterings that we cannot even begin to explain or understand, and we speak to him.
And he prays what the Father's will may be. Folks, that's why we're here tonight, to worship. So in order for us to receive the greatest blessings in life, I believe we need to have a reverential fear for the God of heaven who we come here to worship in spirit and truth. When you sing the songs of praise, sing them with your voice. Not just in your mind, sing with your voice. Let the angels hear. He's saying, I want to hear your voice in worship. Psalm 15, if you'll go back here for just a moment. The Bible says here in verse 1, Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle and who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart. He that backbiteth not with his tongue, nor dwelleth, nor doth evil in his, to his neighbor, nor taketh up reproach against his neighbor, and whose eyes a vile person is contemned, but he honoreth them that fear the Lord. He that sweareth to his own hurt and changeth not. He that putteth not out his money to usury, nor taketh reward against the innocent. He that doth these things shall never be moved. That's how you find the blessings of God. That's how you find the, 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 most, the most wonderful things that God can do for you as a child. In, in Psalm 24, I believe it is, or Psalm 25, in verse 14, here the Bible says, The secret of the Lord, the secret of the Lord is with them that fear Him. In other words, who revere Him, respect Him. And He will show them His covenant. Folks, you want to be blessed of God. You want to find the greatest blessings in your life. Now, I preached on blessings before, but nothing quite like this, I know. But I pray that God will open our minds and our eyes to why we're here and help us to realize, listen, when we're not here, and it ought to break your heart if you're not able to be here. And if you actually, as brother, as our brother said this morning, if you take yourself out on your own accord, you're not necessarily providentially hindered. You're losing blessings. You're losing the greatest blessings. It's a great blessing to come into the house of God, I feel. I don't know, pastors may have a different mind than anybody else, but... I know that I love coming to the house of God. I love being with God's people. Now there was a time in my life that I never paid no attention to that. I come to church and that's all it was. I was just going to church. I didn't think nothing about it. God got a hold of me and he showed me some things. That's just like when I come into the house of God here, I get, I, I get excited. You know why? Because I've already been praying, God, do a mighty work. And then I go back here to the prayer room and I begin to fall down on my knees again and I begin to pray again, Lord, 
Do a mighty work. You know what? I'm looking for God to do a mighty work. You say, does God do it every time? No. But I'm looking for it. It's just like that young man told Spurgeon when Spurgeon asked him about his prayer life. About, uh, do you expect to see souls saved? He said, well, no, not every time. I don't expect to see souls saved every time I preach. Spurgeon looked at him and said, that's your problem. You need to be expecting it. I expect to see God waking lost souls every service. I mean, I, I'm standing here with anticipation and I've been, I've been praying, God, save souls and save lives. And that, we, that means save the lost and bless the saved. That's in my, my vocabulary way of speaking. That's what I'm saying when I say save souls and save lives. I'm saying bless the saved. Listen, you know why? Because I believe, I believe God's people... I believe God's people generally want to be blessed. I don't believe that we come into this house not expecting something. I believe we ought to come into this house expecting something great every time. I believe we need to come into this house with a perfect fear of the living God. A perfect fear. Respect and awe. Are you willing to say, have thine own way, Lord? The Lord's will be done. You know, I've heard, I've heard many, many things said over, over my ministry. We're going to do this if it meets the Lord's will. But let, let me ask you something. Are you, willing to, are you willing to pray that prayer, Thy will be done? You know what? That's why we're here, isn't it? We're here before the Lord's will. Has the Lord spoke to your heart about an issue? Has the Lord spoke to you about anything and after you sang that song a while ago, Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Are you willing to say that even now? After hearing that God has got a way of blessings for you, but you have to do what He wants you to do. Are you willing to say now, Lord, have thine own way. Thou art the potter, I am the clay. Mold me and make me after thy will. And you know the rest of it. I love it. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I get excited when I think about what God can do. But He does it to those that really fear Him. To those who are really watching out for His blessings. Now secondly, his righteousness is unto the children's children, the Bible says back in our text of Psalm 103. That means your children can receive the blessing that you have been given if. You see, this verse does hold a qualifier with it. Those who keep His covenant and those who remember His commandments. Are you ready to keep the commandments of God? Are you ready to do everything in your power to be honest and holy? To be faithful and true? You see, that's where, I mean, it comes right down to it, doesn't it? It's our personal lives versus God's demands and commands. 
Are you willing tonight to do what His commands say? Are you willing tonight to take this old book and say, Lord, have Thine own way, Lord. Have Thine own way. Folks, I want you to know tonight that if you take this book and you say, Father, lead me and guide me. Show me the way. I guarantee it, He'll show you everything that you need. You know, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to cut to the chase, folks. It's getting late and I'm, I'm going to just get cut right to the chase. Listen, you know what God wants out of your life. The Holy Spirit has already dealt with you. If you're saved by the grace of God, God's Spirit has already spoke to your heart. Now I'm going to ask the question, are you willing to say, have thine own way? And are you willing to do what He's asked you to do? Have thine own way. I look at the lost around us and, uh, you know, I, 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 I wonder tonight, maybe as the Lord spoke to your heart, maybe the Lord has spoke to you and, and right now your Holy Spirit has wakened you and He's called you and He's awakened you to the fact that you need to be saved, you know. Are you going to Turn away and walk away from him tonight. Now I'm a I'm a I'm a speaker and a preacher of irresistible grace. I I don't believe it's something that you can run from. Irresistible grace is the grace that he draws you with that you cannot get away from the hand of God. So I'm asking you tonight. He spoke to you. Are you willing to come to Him tonight? Are, has He made you a willing subject to come unto Him and to trust Him as Savior? I pray that He has. That's been my prayer for as long as I can remember. Lord, save our young people. But do you want the blessings of God? Are you willing to keep the Word of God. Are you willing tonight to do what His Holy Spirit has touched you about? I mean, this is heavy responsibility, folks. I mean, you know it. I mean, God's already spoke it. The Holy Spirit has already touched you. You know what the Holy Spirit has said unto you. He has done so through, his, through the Word of God. The Word of God has already spoke His, his peace unto you. Are you willing to say, have thine own way, Lord? I'm going to get out of the way. I'm going to take you by the hand. You're going to, you're going to lead me wherever you want me to go. Boy, I tell you what, that's a, that's a big step, isn't it? And then a big step to, you've got a lot of things on your plate. You've got some things and some, some ideas going on in your mind. And maybe you've got some big decisions to make. Child of God, let me ask you something. Have you prayed about it? Has the Holy Spirit spoke back to you? You know, people look at me sometimes like, man, alive, you're out there. But the Holy Spirit speaks to us through His words, through the Word of God. Sometimes it's a thought that comes in our mind that, that's, that brings something else back up that you know that's God speaking.
I can't get away from it. That's God. God help us. God help us. Amen. God help us to take the, the, the words uh, of life, the words of truth, and make it a frontlet before our eyes. And let's do as they, they tie the little box upon them, the box that has the scriptures in it. And it's always before their eyes. The men of the house would take it upon the doorpost and the door lintels and, and there they would, they would inscribe the word of God that the whole house may be taught what thus saith the Lord. You don't have that no more, folks. And people often ask, why am I not being blessed? Why am I not being blessed? Maybe it's because we don't keep his word. Maybe it's because we're not keeping His Word. Maybe it's because when the Holy Spirit has spoke to our hearts as born-again Christians, we have shunned Him as the Bible says that we that are born again often do. We grieve the Holy Spirit and then we wonder, why am I not being blessed? Have you done what you've been led to do? Has God's Word spoke to your heart and you know without a shadow of a doubt that that is for me? How, I, how often have, have I heard that? That preacher's preaching right at me again. I, I heard that. It ain't been, oh, probably a year or two ago I heard that and I thought, I wasn't preaching to nobody. I'm just preaching what thus saith the Lord. Maybe it's the Holy Spirit that spoke to you and guided that word like a missile right into your heart. Broke your heart. Caused you to realize, hey, I'm a sinner. Folks, I tell you what, you want the best blessings of God? Get into the book. Do what the book says and follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit and you will not go wrong. Yeah, I, I hear people say all the time, well, I'm trying the Spirit. Listen, you know, you know what spirit you're after and what spirit you're following. A lot of people want to follow the Spirit, but they go after the wrong spirit. Well, he, he's telling me, no, I don't have to do this. But the right spirit says, follow my word. That's the spirit you want to follow. Now, lastly, I want, to, I want to go to this. The question must come forth, do we as God's children receive His mercy? Do we fear or respectfully worship Him as we should? Folks, it's an awesome thing to come into the house of God. I've told you this just a moment ago. It is an awesome thing. Deuteronomy 5 and Deuteronomy chapter 6 tells us a great deal about what we are to be doing to gain the great blessings of God. That's to come in with fear, to worship in spirit and truth. 
Yeah, I'm a stickler on singing. I love, I love good singing. I'm a stickler on singing because I know that it's praise to the Almighty if it's done right. But I'm the same way about the preaching of God's Word or the teaching or the, or the devotions that are given. I, I believe it ought to be God-honoring, period. It ought to lift up His name. It ought to praise Him. It ought to be magnifying worship unto Him that shows that you really fear the God of heaven. God help us to be mindful of who we are. Mindful of what we are. You know, I've seen a lot of tough guys in my days. But I'll tell you what, there ain't nobody can stand against God. You can't stand against God and get by with it. I pray that God opens our eyes. Listen, I want to I want to see re- great revival break out in this body. I want to see a great revival come. I want to see I want to see souls saved. Amen. I want to see souls saved. I want to see every lost soul like I prayed this morning as I was down in my prayer closet. I looked out over that big bottom and I thought, Lord, this might be the very day you save every lost soul that comes to church house. That comes to the church house. Wouldn't it be amazing to see every lost soul saved by the grace of God? Hey, that's not too hard for God to do. That's not too hard. It ain't hard at all for God. Matter of fact, He's the only one that can do it. He's the only one that can save, period. My only responsibility is to tell you about Jesus. And I pray that you've trusted the Lord as your Savior. I pray that even this very hour you might hear of souls being saved by His grace. The saved coming to a, an understanding with God, so to speak. We say we're going to, we want Him to have His own way in our life. Have Thine own will, Lord. I mean, that's what we sing, isn't it? We sing, Lord, have Thine own will in my life. I mean, is that really what you want? Or are you playing church? Let's all stand, please.